Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. And Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comics that Ed and I make. Ed Piscor's Red Room Trigger Warnings and Red Room the Antisocial Network are in stores now, Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit. Each of these books contains four complete stories that can be read in any order, so whichever volume you encounter first is the perfect place to start with Red Room. Street Angel, Deadly Girl Alive, back in print after almost a year from Image Comics, eight full-color sto complete stories of the Deadliest Girl Alive, The Homeless Ninja on a Skateboard, perfect for any superhero fan or action comics fan in your life, and Hulk Grand Design Monster Madness. The comic books are in comic shops now, available while supplies last. The treasury-sized fluorescent green edition will be in stores in early 2023. Pre-order that now if you want to make sure that you get a copy. And now, onto our feature comic, Wolverine number 10. Ed, the second comic book I bought when I started buying comics. This is not my original. My original uh, ended up going out with The Purge. So this is one that I actually got later and uh, beat up accordingly. The only difference would be mine would have had the barcode because I bought it at a gas station uh, near my house. Jim, you have no sentimentality. I don't, man. No <laughs> sentimentality at all. But what I do have is Bill Sienkiewicz on the cover. Amazing. Like... Look at that drawing compared to your typical Marvel house style oh, and yeah, what I think of as like feathering and stuff. So kind of a super amazing, great cover. Even the orange and the logo and the coat, super sharp. And then you open it up and it's John Buscema and Bill Sienkiewicz as your artist. And the reason that I note that is one of probably the first five or six comic related, you know, comics or books about comics that I got, How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way featuring John Buscema. So like... I'm connecting dots, man, yeah. within the first few weeks of reading comics and wanting to draw them myself. It was like, this is awesome. I've got the book of how to do Marvel comics. I've got a Marvel comic by the guy who did the book. I was I was off and running. And you can kind of see, man, Busima already throwing his weight around, twisting these figures out, hitting it with action to start out with. And Chris Claremont doing the writing. So I didn't know it at the time, but of course, longtime Wolverine writer through, uh, through X-Men. Yeah, man. And in this one, we, we, we play with time a lot. We do. So it's now and then. And unfortunately, uh, color doesn't help us denote the past and present. I had a heck of a time trying to figure this out in the early days of me reading comics. I'd read these, my couple of comics, like we always talk about. You had your, at some point, I had a shoebox when I had about this many comics. Just read the same comics over and over. And the now and then was so confusing to me. Yeah, like, as a, especially as a kid, you're you're so literal. And it's kind of like, it it all feels like of one piece. But you, you need that color to take us out of the moment so that it is beyond the shadow of a doubt, a different point in time yes and this day in question is uh logan's birthday so that's why we're flashing back to i guess a really bad birthday where Sabretooth killed his girl it may or may not have already been established in the back pages of classic x-men there's a there's a there is a classic backup that uh claremont and john bolton did where on wolverine's birthday and it sh i think it, if i remember right it shows it like throughout the years it's like tag you're it or something it's mm -hmm. called and like Sabretooth will just show up on his birthday and just like slash his back no matter where he is in the universe like he can put a patch on his eye and hang out in Madripoor Sabretooth is going to come up slash his shit out of you and then just leave you know when you're a kid that makes total sense as an adult like I'm picturing Madripoor was like at about 16 hours of plane riding from here 
really impossible to track somebody down there. But of course, like you say, this is uh, this is the birthdays, so Sabretooth is going to be there. He's got hyper sense. This smell. doesn't help anything either. That we're doing our flashbacks one panel on a page. Yeah. Like, that's a really strange choice to make. One of those consequences of just like you got 22 pages, like we we don't have the benefits of giving you a whole moment per page. Like we got to just get it in where we fit it in. Yeah, I guess so. So it's midnight, which I guess starts his official birthday celebration. He breaks up a fight in the bar, which is something I think you might see in the first 10 issues of Wolverine. Every issue, there's a fight in the bar. How awesome is that for depth of field, man? Uh, Bill Sienkiewicz choosing to just use kind of like a grease pencil on mm -hmm. the toothy vellum bristol to uh, give you that sense of atmosphere yeah we've often used the word soupy to describe some of the atmospheres and i feel like there's a real soupiness in in this stuff it's so fun to look at this because you see the little pieces of busama mostly in the faces and uh, oftentimes like in a kind of the drapery but it it's it's just you know it's that greater than the sum of its parts kind of collaboration. Yeah, and I had I had no point of reference early on yeah. for this. Like, I look at it now, and it's amazing to see what, what these two do together. I think it's a great team. And they do the next six issues, I uh, where I think Busima might be credited as breakdowns and finishes by Sienkiewicz, I think. But if you look close, it's like, this is crosshatched. It's almost just a black shadow on Wolverine's leg. But you look close, and it's these super fine lines. And I always wonder, like, why that show? You know, like, a lot of this stuff, it's probably just you're doing it quickly. But I do wonder, like stuff like this where Wolverine's being thrown through this bar and it's the black is broken up with with uh, equivalent of speed lines, but just enough to show him passing through that black and breaking up that negative space a little bit. Like that facial construction, unmistakable John Buscema right there. Right. And when you see his pencils, that's what it feels like where there's like the volume is what is defined in those pencils. And so if you hand that off to somebody like Sienkiewicz that also understands that stuff, you get, again, these super fine kind of hatching to uh, to bring that lip out. And so back in the present, Wolverine steps in on a couple of sailors that are on leave from a ship docked in Madripoor. And they've stumbled into an adventure that's a little more than they bargained for. So has to stop some of these, these locals from killing these two. Yeah, it's a little bit of Chris Claremont trying to play with that Alan Moore transition stuff. So Sabretooth raped and killed the chick. Mm-hmm the the girlfriend of wolverine and is like i don't take no for an answer type shit so then like the present day is like a modern day like attempt at causing some trauma to to a lady the um the claremont writing isms are really funny throughout this it's it's almost a shakespeare kind yeah. of writing he except it's like, like dudes on the ground level you know the ultimate ground level of, of where that w doesn't make sense right yeah at least when uh you know when uh what's his face uses uh iambic pentameter you know dave mamet he's at least you know using the word fuck and shit like that yeah and it's different when people are saying it out loud too I feel like that makes a difference. Yeah. You know, like reading this stuff, it's just like, wow, this is funny. But it's the crazy stuff because Claremont talks that figures way. figures are great. Yeah, yeah, and you could tell. Like, there's a part where it's like, is that Gene Colan? But no, like, nah, that's totally uh, Busama. Yeah, with a little bit of like, probably the Sienkiewicz interpretation, but the shadows of all these figures, just, that stuff's magic to me. Yeah. Really big fan of it. And, uh, well, let's cut back to a little bit more of the Wolverine Sabretooth fight. And Sabretooth is pretty much at this time considered just he's going to destroy Wolverine. That doesn't have a chance. Who's your daddy? Yeah. 
and uh, they're in Low Town in Madripoor, very far from the hospital. Ambulances don't even come there. So where do you take your stabbed victim? To the brothel. Do do the war? It's war not just uh, prostitutes with hearts of gold. They also have a medical bag yeah. next to the bed. Listen, it's like the old town chicks, you know. That's they, right. They hook up Dwight and stuff. Where did these Where did these tropes get established? What's What's the timeline of like these Wolverine comics too? Because you know how they try to have the shared universe uh, Marvel shit. He's running around with the X Men. So like, is this shit twenty years ago? This is considered present because he's supposed to be uh, dead. The world believes he's dead. And I'm thinking it's around like the X-Men, like the 260, whatever the fill-in that Jim Lee does where Psylocke returns. Right. I think it's like maybe immediately before that, kind of set around then. It seems like he's patched for a long time. He's, he's patched for, man, at least like the first 18 issues of the series, a year and a half of this, the beginning of the series. Yeah. And then he runs into who? Spider-Woman also uh, is living in Madripoor. This is like Portugal or something. Everybody's buying up some real estate yeah, in yeah, Ma yeah. Madripoor. <laughs> so bizarre. But he goes and hangs out with her for a little bit because uh, let these ladies take care of our stabbed sailor. And cut back once again. Whenever Sabretooth removes that woodpile that he left Wolverine in, Wolverine's gone and kind of given up. He's running for his life like a, like a wounded animal, but he's, he's beaten. And there's another one of the, those parallels, Ed, where we see Wolverine climbing up Spider-Woman's apartment building wall and now climbing up this cliff as he's fleeing Sabretooth. But Sabretooth is Michael Myers. I don't know if any stories were done with with these characters, like, set in Madri Madripoor. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. But, but, I, but thinking about it, um, Jubilee does connect with Wolverine in Madripoor what, during Executioner. No, no, no. Extinction Agenda. Okay. And they hook up there and then go to Genosha. So that makes sense. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know about if any of it makes sense. <laughs> it lines up. I love that he's just casually smoking, sitting in their apartment. I'm and you so know, it's mad not... if somebody's lighting up cigarettes like in my living room. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a different guy. It's not Wolverine because he's got a patch on his eye. Yeah, and everyone kind of plays along with it, which is really weird as a story piece. Yeah. Very bizarre. But gets to the top of this mountain that he's climbing for reasons that are a little unclear. I know I said he's fleeing Sabretooth, but also if you're hurt, is this really the, the plan? <laughs> but gets to the top and who's waiting for him? Yeah, Michael Myers himself. Look at that paste-ups. Yeah, high-res uh, photo looks like. Think that's a Sienkiewicz? Uh... Good question, man. I mean, he's gonna finish it. I don't think Basima's photocopying yeah, that and putting that's it down. That's a that's a lot of heavy lifting, unless it's like one good image. But it looks like a bunch of shit pasted on top of each other. Yeah, how many guys had like a photocopier in their studio setup as like a tool that they would use? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's your Photoshop before everybody goes digital. Yeah, but I mean, this is ten years before everybody's going digital, probably eighty yeah. nine. Yeah, and 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 computers we, were expensive for a long time. And we know uh, Sienkiewicz to use Xeroxes. Yeah, yeah, I bet you had one, had access to one. This is, I think, the corrupt police chief. So, trying to see if uh, any if he has any news on Sabretooth, and he lets lets it known that he knows it's his birthday too. Everybody knows everything. Yeah. As sneaky as we all try to be here, doesn't work. And uh, cut back to continuing this fight, and again, Wolverine just outclassed. Some great stuff, like the fist and arms. I copied all this stuff. You know the, the binders we see where like you copy like a JR 
Daredevil. Like, I man, I copied probably every page in this book. Shouts to Tim Truman, creator of the War Duke from uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and that's that's his character design piece right there. And look at American Comics ad in 1989 and then take Pretty note slight. whenever we look at like the early 90s versions where it's full color and glossy and man they're selling uh, all kinds of stuff you know i don't see a lot of buy three and get a get a price break on this ad when comics were crypto for sure this is a great piece of color like hit him with hit him with a kind of a finishing shot and then you sell it with the color mm-hmm because there's also line art to correspond with that, the impact and the feeling, you know, like you don't see that, but you feel it. Yeah. Man, Sienkiewicz is bringing so much different kind of line yeah. quality too. you know, like the outline of that burst or whatever that is. They're rough, man. It looks like he's dragging the pen across the page in the opposite way that you should. Really uh, different stuff, you know, a tour de force in a lot of ways, like. I wonder how much of this had an impact on me that I couldn't have registered because yeah. I didn't know any better. But I mean, like, set a stage for like, holy shit, this is a really good looking piece of illustration and a kind of slight story. A couple silhouettes as they're going on the docks. These are the guys he busted up in that first bar scene. And now they're back and they've got like machine guns. I think there's a grenade launcher. <laughs> you know, I forgot about the grenades. Like they, they kind of, a flamethrower. Like, who's he fighting? Who are these lowlifes that are bar fighting on his birthday turn out to be, like, our international arms dealers? And as he's falling, they're, like, shooting him out of the sky. <laughs> he's on fire, being blown up into the air, and they're shooting him out of the sky as he uh, fireballs into the into the drink, which probably not a, not a good place to be either. He is uh, Jason Voorhees to, to the Freddy Krueger of Sabretooth. You get a hint that there's somebody behind them. And now our next flashback. Wolverine, with one desperate move, man, takes them both off the cliff edge. Yeah. Wiley Coyote style. And then Spider-Woman fishes him out of the drink. And look, it's like green and purples. I'm telling you, man, that's dirty water. Oh, yeah. Have Gray, open wounds in it. Gray water. And before he's even up, he's like, thanks for acing the brothers, Drew. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, how does he know anything? Yeah. He's on fire underwater. For all he knows, they're standing at the top of the stairs. He still has hair, too. Like, I, I kind of... And it's dry. It's still in the pointy... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you call that haircut, but it's still in uh, full form. And then Sabretooth, I guess, thinks that he killed him, and he walks away. Knocked the hair off of him in the fall. <laughs> and cut back to the present for uh, kind of like one last little bit of wrapping it up. And somebody did kill those two brothers that were after him. Certainly seems like it's Sabretooth, but we don't see uh, any follow-up on that. That is unmistakable Bill Sienkiewicz hand styles. No, no, no. That's Sabretooth's handwriting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other noteworthy piece, man, is in the next couple of issues, we're going to be getting those Kevin Nolan covers, baby. Yes. Yeah, I bought one of those at Bill and Walt's uh, hobby shop. Missed an issue and picked that one up, man. was so excited for it, but cool you know like hey i bought wolverine for the next you know 70 issues or something after this what's the pinup oh yeah kent williams oh say this is another one like i had no point of reference i'm looking at this going like what is this yeah i mean that's some scary looking wolverine to begin with but like for you know going from what you picture a comic book to look like a marvel house style and i'm getting this as my second comic going i don't know what's going on this thing was like nightmare inducing the nipple looks like it's on his shoulder yeah, dude, just that cocked back. It's almost like he's being electrocuted. Or... Kent Williams was a bad man with a pen. Yeah, yeah, and, and his take on Wolverine is is unforgettable. Yeah, I love there were a handful of these guys that would do this kind of like face and shadow Wolverines, 
and it just it that was the animal version of Wolverine. He's a fine art painter at this point, and he found the kind of diarrhea colors of the old color palette that kind of correspond with his palette. These like earth mm -hmm. tones and like these are colors that were possible to use inside the comic, but they never used them for kind of obvious reasons. But it feels good. Yeah. It feels like a night scene, you know? It's kind of a darker, like, Caucasian flesh tone. He did um, he did Havoc and Wolverine oh, yeah. with John Jamuth. We got and, a video. And the Simonsons. Yes, go check out our video on that, because that's a, that's a really visually pretty spectacular Marvel series. And then he did Wolverine the Killing, which is the pen and ink version of his art. So you may look at more Kent Williams is uh kent williams as uh time goes by but definitely one other video for everybody to go check out fantastic comic and the impetus for choosing this one was uh, i was revisiting episode one of cartoonist kayfabe wizard magazine num number one it showed up as a facebook memory uh because november 5th is is the fourth anniversary of uh, cartoonist kayfabe and you pull out this issue and to talk about it. i'm like we never did that episode and you talk about it this is one of your first comics like this has to be a show until episode here it is we made it happen four years later yeah super super stylish man like i said kind of lucked into it i feel like this is a good issue in marvel's history and it's just random that it was you know my second comic we laugh and joke man uh at a comic like oh this is the comic that'll turn you to a comic reader the writing of this might be a little wonky but it might be that like byzantine you know rubik's cube it worked pretty good for like, like over and over this. Yeah, 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 yeah trying yeah, to decode yeah. it trying to understand it imagining that there's more to the saber tooth story <laughs> and that, you know you can um, there's a lot of backstories implied so that is one thing i think claremont did good especially with x-men yeah totally man you good to go jimmy yep. kayfabers like follow subscribe to the youtube channel hit the bell we'll notify you when new vids are available tell the people what's out the man street angel deadly squirrel live is back in print from image comics eight complete stories of our homeless ninja on a skateboard pick those up now next time you hit a comic shop hulk grand design monster madness also available in comic shops now as comic books the oversized treasury edition will be in stores in early 2023 but i highly recommend you pre-order that thing now marvel's pushed it back a couple of times let's uh, take advantage of that and let them know that they should keep doing grand designs and you do that with a pre-order so i appreciate that and join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see a lot more of my work and you can download a PDF collection of all of my freelance covers and annotations on how I made those and the decisions behind them. Red Room Trigger Warnings, Red Room the Anti-Social Network Trade Paperbacks, Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game in the Red Room universe, and each of these books contains four complete stories, as well as about 70 pages of additional material that won't be able to be uh, seen anywhere else. I'm serializing new comics on my Patreon, patreon.com slash edpiscor, for three bucks you get the complete archive, which is over 300 pages at this point, less than a penny a page per comic. Uh, so hit up my link tree in the description below this video. You'll be able to get to all of those links and destinations. And uh, you buying our comics is what makes these uh, videos possible. So thank you for your patronage. What else do we have out there, Jimmy? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, mugs, fanny pack stickers, and more at our spread shop link also below this video another great way to support the cartoonist kayfabe channel given those marching orders will be on our way read more comics